Welcome to the Wheatful Woman Podcast. I'm your host, Brittany Goff, and I'm so excited you're here. I'm an online product shop owner over at Wheat & Honey Co., a business strategist leading women-owned, profitable, and purposeful businesses, and your host here at the Wheatful Woman Podcast. Join us as we have fun and soulful conversation with a bunch of girlfriends pursuing a life full of intention and purpose. We are here to give you space and tools for your holistic wellness journey and hope you leave each episode feeling a bit more full than when you came. All right, Wheatful Women, let's dive in. Hey guys, today's conversation is with my girlfriend, Mariah Howard. She is a 26-year-old speech-language pathologist clinical fellow. She's from Cedar Hill, Texas, and she is also a writer of our Wheatful Wednesday devotionals over at Wheat & Honey Co. I'm excited to let you all into this space today. I met Mariah through my sister, and she has become a near and dear friend of mine. She is someone that is so courageous and so strong and so wise. And I cannot wait to be able to share this space with you that Mariah and I had to let the Holy Spirit come and to speak through her. Here's my conversation with Mariah. Hey, Mariah, welcome to the Wheatful Woman Podcast. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited. I am so excited too. We've had a good time already chatting. <laughs> I'm like, I better hit record. Maybe yes, you better, better start recording. Yeah, some of this good <laughs> stuff. I'll let everybody into how I know you. And I, I have had the richest blessing of coming to know my friend Mariah through my sister, who's also on this season of the podcast. They were good friends through school. And now Mariah is a friend of mine and writes devotionals for Wheat and Honey. And I'm really excited to let you guys in to all the things that are going on in Mariah's world today. But Mariah, yes. I'm just, I'm honored that you're taking some time after a full day of work to chat with me so that the Lord can use this space. And I just know it's not only going to bless women that listen, but I really, really believe that as you and I lay our heads down tonight, it'll be a blessing to us too. So thank you for yes. being here. Thank you for having me. Of course. Of course. So let's start broad. I would love to start asking you about life right now. What does life look like for you? What's going on in your world? Oh, my goodness. Well, as I was briefly sharing with you, life feels very different. I am coming out of being a student for seven and a half years. I always rounded up to eight to being a big girl, you know, and being on a job, you know, for eight hours with sweet and tender patients that have so many things going on. And, you know, in a time in the middle of a pandemic, I graduated and started my career. And I not only am learning myself as an adult, you know, but I'm Mm -hmm. also learning my career that I've been fighting to go into for years now. So it is different. I am living at home with mom and dad and it has been such a blessing. Mm-hmm. I remember going off to OU and missing them and wishing, you know, I had taken more advantage of their jokes and of their <laughs> thinking and, you know, of being in the yard with them. And it's, it's almost like God was heard me and he gave me some extra time. And so they are, 
enjoying having me here, bless <laughs> them. And it's, it's been really fun, but life is very, very different right now. Um, if that answers the broad yeah. spectrum and I know you're going to go deeper, but yeah. Uh, yeah. Life. And it's, it's your golden year. It is it's, my golden year. It's your golden year of life. Happy belated birthday. Thank you so much. I literally pranced around this house like <laughs> the queen of England. I was like, <laughs> it is my golden year. And my big thing last year for 25 was like, mom, I want the big gold two five balloons. And she was like, I'm not spending money on those balloons they'll be flat you know by the end of your birthday and so this year she got them for me and sure enough like the third day they were flat but I am like this is my golden year and it's gonna be good I think God is already flipping me upside down um Mm -hmm. I have been very it's so funny I have shared this with some people but I dreamed about the woman I would be at 25, literally was sleeping and had a dream of myself in blue scrubs with a sleek ponytail back and just different little details. And Mm -hmm. each and every detail came to pass. Mm -hmm. And now some of them have remained, some of them have been ripped away. And it's so funny because I never asked God, hey, you gave me a glimpse of what's going to happen. What What's going to come after that? And so it's just been so sweet to bask in the fact that we can only see right now, but we serve a God that can see way down the line. And he mm-hmm. has way down the line in his hands. And that's just been fun. Um, most times very hard to sit in, you know, if we're being mm-hmm. real and honest. Mm-hmm it's hard. You know, I'm very type A and, um, you know, I like to, I like to have an idea of what tomorrow holds, but scripture clearly tells us we, we, there's no way we can know that. And it directs us to be good stewards of today. So Mm -hmm. honestly, my golden year thus far has been really, okay. I am learning God in a new and refreshing way. Um, And my three words for the year are providence, stewardship, and gratitude. So, you know, I know we'll dig into that a little bit more, but that's where I am. And that's what golden year looks like so far. Can you tell us about those three words? I don't want to wait. (laughs) Let me go ahead. (laughs) Absolutely. I think they connect in their own way. I think that it is seriously first of all, starting with the providence and understanding that God is a God of provision Mm -hmm. and that he will provide. Whether you can see it or not, you're his pride and joy. You know, and when you think about the birds in the sky, never scratch their head and say, now, what am I going to eat today? Mm -hmm. You are the apex of his creation he has a plan, you know, trust his provision. The next piece is being a good steward of what he's already revealed to you and not worrying about being a good steward of what tomorrow holds because he's, he's prepping you in the right now for that. Mm -hmm. But in all of it, understanding that 
trusting, okay, God has a plan, acting on the fact that, okay, I have to, I have to appreciate, value, cherish, and act on right now. Sometimes that is not easy. Mm-hmm. Sometimes that's tough. It doesn't feel good. It rattles you. It shakes you. But in the midst, you have to remain grateful for the opportunity to be used. Yeah. Understanding that we serve such a huge God of, he created this world and he didn't say, Brittany, what do you think? What what color do you think the sky should be? Are you feeling blue or do you kind of mm-hmm. want a shade of pink? He, he, you know, he did not ask us for our opinion on anything, but he willed for our lives to come to pass just so he could use us. Mm-hmm. And in that, we got to just sit, humble ourselves and rejoice mm-hmm. because he is so grand that he doesn't need us. But when he uses us, that's a, that's an, it, it's just such a huge honor. You know, and so trusting his will, being in his will and working tirelessly with your heart facing him, you know, with your mind towards him, but also realizing that's not easy in a world that is ever going, you know, and in a world that, especially right now, we're in the middle of something we've never faced before. I've never been through anything, and I'm sure you can attest to this that my parents are like, I've never seen this a day in my life. You know, for the most part, my parents are like, I've seen this before. This is how you handle it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But on this entire pandemic and just shake of the world, they are like, we've never experienced it. We're going through it with you. Mm -hmm. And so, uh, yeah. What What are your thoughts? What are you feeling about right now, Brittany? I, I love that you just go, I'm turning this microphone right around, <laughs> <laughs> calling me to be the fire that you are. I think that this year requires so much dependence on something bigger than us. Yeah. Because yeah. every direction we turn, there is hurt, there is pain, there is injustice, there is a loneliness, there is fear. Yeah. And I feel it myself, and I know that a lot of people I love feel it too. The pit is so much closer than it's ever felt before. It's right there. I am hanging over looking at it, and I have the choice if I want to turn over and look up or if I want to keep looking down because it feels like every direction we turn in right now, we just can't catch a break. Mm -hmm. It is everything. And our soft spots feel like they just keep getting bigger and bigger and bigger. Yeah, absolutely. And it's, it is a year of dependence. It is a year of community. It is a year of friendship and it's a year of gratitude. I love you always point me back to that. You're one of my friends that reminds me consistently, but what are you grateful for? Yeah. Like we were talking about you getting in a car accident earlier this year and here you say, but I'm grateful. Like this happens, but I'm grateful. And it's a year of, it's a year of dependence because without depending on God, what are we supposed to depend on when everything feels like it's an opportunity for us to hurt? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You know, I love that you say that because 
one thing I fight to remember is we serve a God that's never experienced a bad grade or a failure or saying, oops, or dropping something, you know, and it breaking. He's never, ever done that, you know? So I love that you are reminding me and our community together, we have someone we can depend on Mm -hmm. that will never, ever leave or forsake us or fail us because he doesn't, that's not even in his character to Mm -hmm. fail. Mm -hmm. So, you know, with that, you know, we are going to, just because of our human nature, we're going to slip up. We're going to fail, you know, and uh, being okay with that, you know, because through our weaknesses, his glory can shine through and his Mm -hmm. power you know, we can direct people back to him through our failures. Mm-hmm. But I was talking to a good friend yesterday about, you know, that's hard to sit in. You know, nobody, and that doesn't feel good. It doesn't feel good. And it's so, I always want to say, hey, I'm grateful for this. How, you know, this is going on, but I'm grateful for this. But one thing I am fighting to do right now, Brittany, is sit in what is. And if it hurts and if it sucks, I'm trying to face Mm -hmm. it, you know, and Mm -hmm. not avoid it. Because what I've realized is God always uses that hurt. And he always uses that emotion or that frustration or that anger to allow, to use me, to Mm -hmm. teach someone else how to navigate, you know? And so I think that that's one thing I'm encouraging my patients or my friends around me and myself during this pandemic. Don't try to erase the the sucky part about it. Let's just let's face it, you know, and that doesn't mean we're erasing the gratitude. We keep that. We need that to balance it out. But let's look at this. Why does this make us sad? Why does this make us hurt? Because if we don't go through it, We cannot effectively get down in the mud with someone that's facing that later down our road, you know, and that is where I am. And, and he is just really working on my heart in that because we don't, we don't like to feel those emotions, but I don't think he created us with the emotions of anger or frustration, grief, sadness on accident. You know, he asked us not maybe to act in our anger, but he never said, don't feel it. Mm -hmm. So I think that growing and learning through our obstacles right now, 2020 pandemic, you know, with many racial tensions and a whole election going on, we got to just face the good, the bad, the sweet, the nasty. We got to look mm-hmm. at it mm-hmm. and remember this time so that we can effectively see God's hand in this time as when we look back, you know? Yeah. Oh, you bring it out of me. Oh, I was gonna say, <laughs> let's just take a big old deep breath. That, oh, it, it's so good. It is so good. I could just, just listen and every time I talk to you, I just know my cup's going to be filled 
I, I spend a lot of time, Brad, a lot of time praying that you have friendships in your life that make you feel the way that you make your friends feel. Oh, and that was that a, a, a weird way of getting around those words, but I saw it on your birthday. The way that yeah. you empower your friendships, the words that your friends had to say about the friend that you are and the person you are and the way that you stand up for the people that you love and seeing all of those friendly people in your world and what they have to say about you. I remember on your birthday praying and just asking God, God, strategically plant people in her life that do that for her too. And I know he does, but I pray that yes. over you because you are a force for the kingdom girl. And <laughs> I, I know the Lord does so much through you and everybody in your life says it. And I'm just expectant at your words today and the way they're going to touch people because man, it always touches me. God bless you. That is so, <laughs> that means so much. And I mean, that brings tears to my eyes because truly your prayers are, are felt and mm -hmm. revealing themselves. I, God continues to place beautiful impactful people that not just surface level people, mm -hmm. but people that I am growing deep with. I mean, yeah. your friendship even, you know, yeah. through Jess, it has just been, and your mom, I'm I like, <laughs> I text her. I'm like, I probably, it's late, but I she told me about know the, what you're doing. Yeah. You know, the other I day. Just, <laughs> I just want to know how you, you know, but that is so God. Yeah. That is so, so God. And, and thank you for that. Yeah. Thank you. Of course. Can we chat a little bit about the shift from student to career and what that process has looked like for you and where you are in that process right now of leaning into faith? Absolutely. That is, oh my goodness, such a topic. Well, as I was sharing with you briefly, being a 2020 graduate, you know, you graduated for many of us in our, in our homes, you know, over mm -hmm. Zoom or over FaceTime or whatever it may be, or you had a unique go-in um, graduation. But for me, it was at home, in my bed, crisscross applesauce, with a little, little tiny cap on, you know, and all my classmates. And it didn't feel like a finish. It felt very unique. Um, in March, we all, all of us, 24 of us speech pathology grad, um, grad students started our final placement. It was one of our biggest anticipated placements. And many of us got only a few days before we were pulled because of COVID. And, you know, respecting our school for making that decision to keep us safe as students at the time. And then you graduate in your bed and then you just still feel weird. You know, you feel like I need to be studying or, you know, every graduation feels like a piece of your identity is being ripped away. And, and that sounds weird because graduation is always the goal. You know, that's why you're, that's why you start is to finish, mm -hmm. but you get into really being a student and being a good student for me and taking the best notes and learning 
the teaching style or whatever it is. And so now crossing the threshold and becoming the professional that I've always dreamed of is different. It is very, very different. Uh, my journey has been different. And I'm sure Jesse, your sister has shared with you, you know, I, I mean, even back to high school, Brittany, it has been, it was like I was, you know, maybe number four or five in my class, but I had the hardest time getting into college. Mm-hmm. I get into only one school and that is the best school. No, I'm just kidding. But I get into <laughs> OU, you know, I'm like, I don't even know what an OU is, you know, what in the world? But my mom and I took a drive down there and <laughs> you know, okay, it sounds great, you know, and it ended up being a God provision and mm-hmm. it just oh my goodness, blew my world. And then sophomore year, you have to get into the um, Health Sciences Center. And I had a hard time getting into the Health Sciences Center. And it was something going on with the... um, my transcript and they got the wrong transcript or something and my they denied me and the holy spirit kept saying try again something is not right and i kept calling and calling and begging them to review my my file and they caught the error and they said you're accepted no way so way and i could not believe my ears i couldn't believe my heart and then I get into the health sciences center and I go and at the time I'm an RA and I'm managing 70 girls plus trying to manage myself as a young adult and making C's across the board, you know, and so trying to maintain, but then senior year comes and I'm taking the GRE and I'm studying for the GRE and long story short, I just have a hard time with the GRE and getting into graduate school. And I mm-hmm. get rejection letter after rejection letter, don't get into grad school. And I t- end up taking the GRE maybe six times at that time. And um, I am going to a deep, I, I'm just going to be honest, a deep depression mm-hmm. uh, because it's a weird feeling when you know that you're being called to something and that God has placed a fire in you for something, but you're doing everything you think and it's the door is not opening. Mm-hmm. And so I went to my boss at the time and I told her, hey, I'm not getting into grad school. I don't know what to do next. And she said, we're looking for teachers here on the university campus. If you teach you in university college for us, we'll pay for you to do grad school here. Mm-hmm. And I said, okay, I mean, I'm not getting into speech, but she said, try human relations. And so I said, okay, I signed up for the human relations program. I think I got in the next day wow. and I said, Lord, what in the world is going on? You know? <laughs> and so I go through the human relations program and I teach the sweetest freshmen on the university of Oklahoma campus. And it was just a blast, but I knew that I was being called to do speech pathology. Mm-hmm. So I speed through that program and I run across an advisor that is like, we've never had anybody do this human relations program in a year and a half. You can't do it. And I said, oh yeah, I'm being called for more and I'm not on my time. I'm on his time. 
this is what I will do. This is how I will do it. And I graduated December of 2017. And in August of 2018, I started school at Abilene Christian University for speech pathology. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that journey in itself and looking back and seeing God's hand mm-hmm. and that it could not be on my timetable because he had people for me to touch mm-hmm. along the journey whether it be the freshmen that I touched, whether it be the newborn babies that I touched at OU Children's or the things I was doing on the side to touch families and people, he had a plan for me. And so now transitioning into a full-time speech language pathologist that takes this rehab in Arlington is a gift and an honor because each patient I touch It's like, this is the perfect time. And if I had been too soon or too late, I wouldn't be where I'm supposed to be Mm -hmm. for them. And it's tough. You know, I was sharing with Jesse yesterday. It it sucks, you know, if I'm Mm -hmm. being just gritty and real. It sucks Mm -hmm. going in and not knowing all that you need to know to serve. But in that weakness he just blossoms and he, Mm -hmm. he just is like, I don't need you to have all the answers because I do. And -hmm. you wouldn't need me. If Mm -hmm. you had all the answers, you would not need a savior. So it's really been hard um, being a new grad Mm -hmm. and being in such a tough and rigorous, I'm in an inpatient hospital and it's fast. You know, it's really, really fast. You only get the patience for a little while. And while you want to love on them, you got to be hard on them and you got to rehabilitate, you know, Mm -hmm. and and work as a team with the physical therapist and the physician and the occupational therapist and the nurses who are all tired and who are all going through something maybe at home. Yeah. But coming to work and putting all of that aside, you know. But then for me, my work is not just work, it's ministry, you know. And so today, even I found myself in a room and screaming the glory of God at a family. And just we will not worry about what life will look like tomorrow, but we will praise him for right now. And we will glorify him in the right now. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we don't care what the diagnosis is. We don't care what the staff is saying. We trust God in this moment. You know, the hard, the ugly, we are a team right now. And we're going to fight for what God has for you, not what mm-hmm. it looks like. Yep. And and that is where it is. And Brittany, it is tough. You know, it sounds good, and yeah. but I literally have tears welling up in my eyes because that is hard mm-hmm. because you're in that learning mode. You know, you're st- I'm still learning hardcore, yeah. and God bless my supervisor who is a guru, who is mm-hmm. a fearless woman of God also, mm-hmm. but she pushes me and she mm-hmm. throws me overboard, but she's also there under me like, flying with me you know but that's a scary feeling being a new grad and a life is at the end of what you do yeah it's not just a piece of paper there's breath at the end of what you do and and you know the song says 
it's his breath in our lungs, you know? And so we pour out our praise to you and, and just encouraging my patients to do that without sometimes even saying his name, Mm -hmm. but also learning, you know, it's like speech pathology is not necessarily scripture based. You know what I Mm -hmm. mean? It's very science and it's very this part of the brain versus this part of the brain. But that is my life. You just cover my entire life right now. And I'm working on a work-life balance. And I want to leave the rest of this podcast for you to share with me (laughs) what you think is best and encourage me in a good, healthy work-life balance because that is what I'm battling right now. Yeah. The whole topic of work-life balance is going to be a mystery (laughs) this side of heaven forever. I'm finding that the balance is always evolving. And obviously I'm in a very, very different work setting than you're in, but having a sister that's a speech language pathologist, I'm learning a lot from her to give me a little bit of insight into some of the things you're sharing. And I think that what I'm learning is consistent across the board. And that's that there are going to be seasons where we have more freedom to go home and to be able to turn off, whether that's a career where you're not on your computer, or maybe it's a service-based career, like where you go home and there's some nights you probably just have a hard time turning your mind off because you're thinking about an interaction you had or a patient that you have and your heart is still in it and you don't feel like you get that space to turn off. And I'm putting words in your mouth, but whether it's true words. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Good. But whether it's computer work or it's your heart and your mind that's moving, there are going to be seasons where we don't feel like we get a lot of air with that because it's busy. But then what I'm learning is the importance of when we stumble upon times in our life and seasons in our life where there is time to breathe, we need to breathe. Absolutely. So if you find that you are having a week at work where you're busy and you're busy, but when you go home, you feel like, okay, this is a blessing. My mind feels like it can turn off for a couple hours. I can go home and shower and eat and work out and get in bed and sleep and turn off. We have to choose to wrap our arms around that and say, yes, Lord, I am stepping into that. I'm going to take a deep breath tonight and learning there are going to be nights that it's harder to do that and that's okay. But instead of trying to find this consistent balance that's routine, I don't know that that exists for anyone because God did create us to work. We're supposed to work. We're supposed to have careers and there are going to be busy seasons, but we need the balance of slower seasons too. So just planning where we can. And sometimes it's just being aware so that when those slower seasons or even just a slower evening comes, you're able to say, you know what? I had plans to walk with that friend, but I feel like my mind and my spirit are calmer and I just need to be alone tonight and they'll understand. And learning to just push back everything to take care of yourself and to rest when the Lord's asking you to rest so that you can keep running for him. Yes. As far as balance goes, that's where I am right now. That's where I'm challenging myself right now. And it takes time. And especially when 
you're starting a career and a career like yours, you'll, you navigate it. You do, you get in there and you go day by day and you navigate it. But I would love to hear from you. How do you create that space to be with the Lord? How do you find these spaces and times where you're able to fill your cup up? What does that look like for you? That is so good. So I do a lot of fasting and, you know, a lot of people look at fasting differently. My fasting looks like social media, you know, maybe music Mm -hmm. and those moments in the car are spirit filled, you know, they're praise and worship. They are Lord, not in my might, but in yours, you know, truly or just silence of Lord, Holy Spirit, I need you to intercede for me because I'm too tired and I do not even have the words to verbalize what I'm feeling. You know, this morning or this evening, it's really, truly my car rides to work. Um, when I get to work, I don't turn God off. And and I don't, I'm not saying that anybody does that, Mm -hmm. but I do think that sometimes we put him in sections, Mm -hmm. but I have found that my cup remains full when I integrate him in folding clothes in pouring a cup of coffee and texting a friend back, like in every piece. And I know for some people they're like, Oh no, that is too much. But I think that's that's the spiritual maturity that I'm at right now. It's where yeah. I need you yeah. in every step of my day. And I have yeah. not always been there. I've been where I'm like, Lord, my goodness, I haven't talked to you all day. How are you doing? You know, <laughs> I have not talked to you. Are you yeah. like you having a good day? Yeah. And and I realized I've missed so many heartfelt opportunities. Mm-hmm to to touch someone effectively not that he didn't use me anyway because I know that he will use anyone at any time that's his power that's his sovereignty but what a huge gift and difference it is when your heart is already turned on to him for him to use you know Mm -hmm. so for me it's really Lord I'm about to go in this room and I don't know what I'm going to get go go before me mm-hmm. and control my tongue and give me listening ears you know but just almost like you're talking to yourself but you got to just talk with them all through the day mm-hmm. and that takes practice mm-hmm. and that takes you know just gentle reminders you know we're human my best friend one of my best friends and I were in our beds depressed the other day because we were like, we messed up our Bible app streak. You know, we're like, <laughs> I, we might as well just be done for, but I was, he was up to 100 days or something. And I was up to, I had messed mine up. So I was up to 47 days. And I said, you know what? We got to release that because that does, we know we basked in his word that day. And we were prayerful that day, you know, but it's just creating a constant heart and atmosphere. And that takes growth and time. Um, I think for me, I've been trying to start my mornings off with scripture, a chapter, listening to it even. 
um, and just repeating it throughout the day and applying it. I grew up in church and with a pastor as my dad. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's always walk by faith, you know. But for me, that was, well, what does that look like? You know, as I'm walking into my second grade spelling test, I just don't know how to spell that. You know, like, don't don't tell me what my face right now. But, you know, as I've grown up, it's like walking by faith doesn't mean you don't do, don't act. And scripture tells us of that. You know, we still are to act and do what we're supposed to do. But you know, we, that might mean we ask for help, ask our boss for help, ask a friend for help. God is going to place the right things in the right place at the right time, but trusting that, you know, but it's each day is different. Like you said, and navigating each day, especially including the Lord is different mm-hmm. um, because he is not a routine God. You know, he is very, different in how he works and orchestrates our lives. And even through that car accident that you mentioned briefly, I am just like, Lord, you allowed that on purpose, (laughs) on purpose for a purpose. And thank you for breaking my heart for what breaks yours and teaching me in that, that you don't need me to be negligent or tolerant um, of the, and, and absorb the ways of this world right now. You've called me to be an outsider in this world. You've called me to walk on purpose for you. So remembering that every day, that you have purpose, that you've been called, and your calling is different from the person right beside you or the person or me that you're, you know, or Brittany, it, your purpose is, is yours. And it's all going back to give him the glory. And that's the sweetness of our savior is he allows us just a glimpse of the joy or a glimpse of the picture, but it's all for his glory, but we get to be Mm -hmm. a part of it, Mm -hmm. you know? So it's, it's fun, Brittany, but as I, as I figure things out, I'll definitely share because yeah, that do. is where I am. It's figuring it out. You know, I'm just as lost as the next, but he's revealing it to me piece by piece. And one thing you said to me earlier was that God is going to give you the strength you need when you need it. Yeah. And thank you for those words, a reminder, because that's exactly what he's doing in this space for me. So, yeah, I believe that with everything in me. When we're in seasons where we feel so empty and like, I have this shell, but God, I just need you to fill me back up with your strength and with your courage and with your confidence. I need to walk in your character and not my flesh. He gives us what we need tenfold. And I felt that urge to speak that over you because I know, I know that you have walked through a lot of really hard things and our walk. I mean, we all are, but yeah. hearing you share about what's going on in this car accident. And I think when we are walking with the Lord and when we are in tune to what he's doing and who he says we are and who he says he is, we are more prone to those attacks and we are more prone 
to opportunities to fumble because Satan doesn't like that. He doesn't like that we know our God. He doesn't like that we walk in his confidence and his strength because he can't touch that. And we do fall and we do fall into those temptations because that's our flesh. But the beautiful part of that is this redemption that other people get to know God more because they're a lot like Brittany. They're a lot like Brittany. We know him and we love him. And we do something that we wish we could take back. Our flesh takes over. He's known through us because other people think, you know what? Brittany shared she struggles with confidence. She shared she struggles with believing in herself. I kind of feel that way sometimes too. And I I see God in her so people can see God in me too. And I speak the strength thing in particular over you because I can feel it in my core, the ways that he wants and does use you. And I just know in any moment where you ever have any hesitation of feeling empty, he's going to come right in and fill that right up. I see him do it. And I want to encourage anybody that's listening to our conversation today that he'll do that for you too. And I, I'd love to ask you a question about simple joys. I think it's a really cool conversation to have with women about things that are simple in their life that are bringing them so much joy right now, little things that they're grateful for and thankful for. Is there anything that comes to mind as I ask that question that's bringing you joy right now? Oh my goodness. Well, my word, I want to say morning cups of coffee mm-hmm. with my parents. <laughs> that yeah. simple, still in our PJs on the weekends, just a deep sigh of relief. We're all together again by the grace of God. And we don't have anything pulling us except my mom's ritual Saturday run to Costco looking for Lysol and Clorox wipes you know that's the only thing we have on our to-do list today Mm -hmm. and that is while you're like mom I have worked an entire week Mm -hmm. or you know it's like I want to get up at the crack of dawn and stand in line at Costco because this is competition for you. This is an OU football game for you. And watching my dad wave us off outside, you know, it's just those simple, silly things that, you know, they're meaningless to other people or they're just, you know, silly or a store run. It's that quality time, you know, quality time right now. That's where I'm finding my joy. This time with you, I'm just finding joy in the little tiny moments that what's crazy is I didn't, I didn't notice them before. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't notice, hey, that makes me feel so good when I get to check in on someone or say, hey, thank you. You know, you were able to speak life over me at this point and it's come full fold or full circle. Thank mm-hmm. you for that. Mm-hmm. Um, so those are my moments right now. Sleeping. I'm finding a lot of joy in sleeping <laughs> um, or going for walks. You know, that has really blessed me. I do a lot of pushing of wheelchairs and walking at work anyway. But when I get home and, you know, I'm out of my scrubs and I'm just walking intentionally for my health. And my mind, that has been such a blessing to me. 
and God has just been like, look how green the trees are today, the grass. And after the rain, the little streams of water are so full. Are you noticing this? And the same creator that created all of that created you. You know, he's just so intentional in every little thing. So those have been my moments of joy lately. What about you? My simple joys are very similar. It's breathing when I'm outside and taking every opportunity I can just to walk around the block and realize that those quick moments of rest fuel me in ways that nothing else can. Yeah. But yeah, that, that quality time. And I love that you say coffee with your parents because... Gosh, it's so it's so great that you have that time with them right now, being yeah. near them, and don't take that for granted. Yeah, yeah. And to God be all the glory. Mm-hmm. Yes. My my last question for you today is one where I really want you to get to speak directly to our community, and I just want to ask you for your wisdom on a promise that God makes us, whether it's that we're enough or we're worthy or we're strong, what word comes to your mind that you want to remind the woman listening to this today that God says about her? That is so good. That is such a, a great question. I think that as women, we have so many different things pulling us. I mean, society, has these standards for us, um, whether you be a, a new adult, you know, a young adult or an older lady, um, a more established, wherever you are in life. I think that there are so many different pulls. Um, on my way home today, a good friend and I were talking about how our moms did it, how they went to work, came home, made sure the family ate and how they worked on homework with us. And the word that I want to encourage women on today is that you have power in the Lord in Christ Jesus. He has given us power in and through the Holy Spirit. It's not in and of ourselves, but he's called us to be beacons of light like Mm. never before seen um and and especially today and so I think that you know we do have those moments where we're like I don't know I don't know what I'm doing I feel scattered I feel all over the place but of of who you are and and who you are has nothing to do with who people think you should be or what society thinks you should act on, get to know yourself, love yourself for who God created you. I came home not long ago and I was having a hard day from work. I'm very sensitive. And my parents were like, Mariah, you cannot hold things like that. You can't, you're going to get burnt out. You know, if you hold it like that, And I had to slow them down, stop them and tell them, I respect every word you've said. I believe you. I hear you. But I have to respect how God created me. And I believe that there's a unique power that he's placed in me through the gift of my sensitivity. 
through the gift of my heart breaking over any and everything that breaks my patient's heart or over his heart. And that is how he uses me. So I can't afford to get that turtle hard shell. And not that they were telling me to do that, but I have to notice the things that I think are weaknesses about myself. God sees them as strengths Mm -hmm. and he uses them. And so for me, it's my sensitivity Mm -hmm. for you. It's your entrepreneurship. Oh my Mm -hmm. word. And, (laughs) and your venture adventurous spirit to get out there and do something that has maybe been done before, but you're doing it in a different way and in a life that screams Jesus. But that was scary for you, I'm sure. But in that scary adventurous spirit, there is power through Christ Jesus. And so that is where it is. I think so many women lose sight of of just that boldness in the weakness, that power in the weakness. So, you know, stop for a minute this week or whenever and say, who am I? What's, what's different and distinct about me? Like I said, for me, it's my sensitivity. I will cry over a caterpillar falling out of a tree upside down. I'm like, he probably broke his neck, you know, and it's it's a caterpillar, you know, it's like, it doesn't (laughs) even matter. Mariah doesn't matter. But that I'm just very, I don't, if I see ants working or carrying Mm -hmm. food, wherever I step over them, like I'm just Mm -hmm. very, because I'm like, I know that this has purpose and you have purpose and sometimes I used to hate that about myself. If I'm being honest, I hated that. And I thought it was just like, I wish I could just go and and Mm -hmm. not be so feely, but that's how he's using me. And if I stop being who he's created me to be, I've just turned off my, my power to be used by him. So, you know, I encourage women today and that was long winded and I'm sorry, but I encourage women right now to just get to know yourself in Christ. You're so special. And that's what I tell myself, you know, Mariah, it's okay. You don't have the answers to everything and that you're crying with every patient that sheds a tear. They need that. They don't need you coming in hounding on them right now. They need love. Mm -hmm. And so bask in the power of your weakness find your weakness and love on it, you know, and scream it to the world because through that God is shining through. Yeah. Every time. Every time. I love you. And I am so full and overflowing from this space tonight. And gosh, I just love having a conversation with you. So thank you for saying yes to chat with me and for coming on. I know it's going to bless a lot of people. Oh, God bless you, Brittany, for having me and and loving me just like a sister. You are just so sweet and special to me. Thank you. Do you want more of Mariah like I do? Jump over to Instagram and you can follow her at mmh.dtx. You can also hear from her through our Wheat and Honey Co. devotionals by signing up for our email newsletter at wheatandhoneyco.com. Did you enjoy this episode? Would you hit that subscribe button, leave us a five-star review, and share this podcast with a girlfriend? A great way to help us get the word out is by screenshotting this episode on your cell phone 
and tagging us at Wheatful Woman to your Instagram story. We'd love to hear your favorite parts of the show so we can keep creating episodes that show up to serve you. Thanks for tuning in and we can't wait to catch you next time.